Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, superstar. <laughs> Hello, mate. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, Chris. Oh. I am. <laughs> Yay, I've just got back. How are you? How was it? How are you? Yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. So I did my first morning covering on Heart Breakfast today and... Yeah, it's just one of those wonderful moments that you don't think is going to happen. But then you look back and think all of my hard work and everything that I've sacrificed, like all my weekends and my evenings and late nights and up at 1.30 and all that sort of stuff just feels worth it. And it's a bit of yeah. a pinch me moment in my career. And anybody that does similar jobs or freelancers, you know, you just have to say yes to everything. And then you think, well, hang on, when's when 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 like when will be my moment to have a little bit of like, I don't know, it was just amazing I'm so grateful I really am happy at this moment well since I've known you like (sighs) you've said that's what you wanted to do so it's really like when you messaged me last night to say that's what was going on I was really excited for you thank you congrats yeah thank you and everyone listen tune in yeah exactly I'm on a week and maybe next week as well so a couple of weeks to do it and then I've got like a full-on summer of like covering daytimes and bits and pieces so it's yeah it's a really exciting moment and it's Luna's graduation today which I managed (gasps) to get back for I'm going in like an hour so it's a good day in the Joran Jones Hardman household. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm fine. Tell Just us your news. This, so this is day one of the school holidays. Yes. And um, this is so typical. So I had thought and planned for James to take care of the childcare throughout the school holidays. Yeah. Gigi's at nursery and her, her nursery continues throughout the summer. Fine. Axel would be with James. Like we've planned camps and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then at 9.30 last night, James decides oh God, what? he's no longer <laughs> available to take care of the childcare throughout the school holidays. Oh my God. And this, do you know what? This is actually almost perfect timing for the chat that we had with, <laughs> with our guest because it is this stuff that we had a good old moan about that although we are so lucky to have, you know, partners that we parent with um, who are up for, you know, all of it, the school runs, the, you know, everything, mm. it's these things that just seem to fall on the women, even though I'm the one who, you know, what, <laughs> I, I 
pre you know pre-planned you know school holidays is everything going to be okay yeah do I need to arrange anything yeah Yeah. I've arranged a few little bits and pieces obviously so he's not bored throughout the holidays but no 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 you don't need to worry about it I can take care of it all and then 9 30 the night before the school holidays starts sorry and then like literally like no but I've sorted this you know like that would be okay don't Mm, no worry don't worry Georgia but I've sorted this no 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 none of that just like yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, and then up and out the door this morning. And do you know what? It's really interesting because this is what we, as you said, this is what we're discussing today is there's there's fundamentally an imbalance with certain aspects of parenting, certain things. And it's really weird because I don't know about you, but I didn't sign a contract that said that I was responsible for all of that. Childcare. No. I didn't no. sign that contract. No, I didn't. Did you? And it's no, no. I mean, no. If anyone has, <laughs> more for you. But we didn't sign that contract. Um, and it, it's just, it's just really weird, like where we're trying to get to this place where we're all equal. But there's mm. actually so many things that come up that mm. you realise, God, there's like so much more to be done. Yeah, definitely. And what can you do? Like, what did I do? Just turn around and be like, oh, no, sorry, you need to sort it out. Well, no, of course I didn't because I just, you know, I just go, oh, okay, cool, no worries. I'll sort, you know, I'll, I'll take it on. I'll sort it out because mm. um, well, it's sort of the way we've been conditioned to be. We, we, um, we've been t- talking to Bubble quite a lot. I've like, loads of people have messaged us about that. So if you don't know, yeah. but Bubble's like a babysitting app and it's kind of like ordering a handyman or you know somebody to come and do x y and z yeah. in the house but these are all like trusted babysitters so you can download the app and then you can put almost posting a job advert on there yeah and then people can apply for the job so i've actually got two interviews with two separate people this week um because we're looking for a monday tuesday sort of summer cover before they you know luna starts reception and kits back at preschool full time um but I, I had a really really good kind of response and i feel like i'm going to have a positive outcome from it so i'll let you know but obviously it is it is huge and you know yeah. finding somebody to look after your kids is a big deal it's a really big deal and then when you get a spanner in the works like you're having to deal with it's a lot but we're super women <laughs> and we will get there George and if not we'll just get drunk and if not we'll just yeah. run and hide and you'll yeah. find us crying in the bathroom you know <laughs> who knows drunk though yeah yeah, yeah drunk, <laughs> you could go yeah. either way you yeah, yeah, go yeah. Either way. Um, but I think we should get into the chat today because it was a lovely one um, well I think both of us came away feeling like we've met a bit of a kindred spirit Definitely. She yeah. um, She's a real kind of force to be reckoned with. And she's got some really brilliant ideas on how life should be, um, actually. And actually, now we've kind of swapped numbers. I feel like, yeah, she's going to be part of our lives, which is great is. news. A broadcaster, a speaker, a writer, an all-round legend. Who are we chatting to today? Today, we are chatting to the incredible Ate Jewel. Okay, joining us on the podcast today, beauty journalist, all-round legend. We've already spoken to her for about five, no, longer, 30 minutes. We'll tell you about what's just happened in a second. Broadcaster, diversity advocate, mum to twin girls. Today, joining us is Ate Jewel. Hello. Yay! Ate like pate. That's what you just said to me. Ate like like pate. How are you? I'm so excited. I feel like we've got to start this podcast with a bit of background because... It's just real. We have all said yes. in the last 12 hours, we have all been in exactly the same position. <laughs> Basically losing our shit. <laughs> Mama meltdown. I call it MM, Mama meltdown. <laughs> tell us what happened, Ate. Tell us, tell us what happened last night. Oh my God. It's just like, I was just losing my shit. I can swear. Can I? Um, like yeah. my girls were kicking off. Then there was a leak. Water came out of a light plug. It was just a straw that 
broke the camel's back and I was like, yeah. ah, it's enough, it's enough. And then on top of that, got to do laundry cleaning. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't sign up for this. I just did not sign up for all this drama, <sighs> all this like drudgery, all this domestic nonsense. Like I love my life. I love my girls, but it's a lot. Do you know what I mean? When you're 19 on a podium in a club, this is not what I was thinking at 43. Oh my God, you're my, you're my <laughs> sister. You're literally my spirit sister. That's what I was doing when I was 19 as well. And I do think back fondly to those days where it was just literally like, all you had to do was make sure you had your like fluffy boots yeah. on. And fluffy like, boots, glitter yeah, on the boots. I used, yeah. I used to put glitter gel on the boobs and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back. Oh, yeah. no, back. we're dealing with leaks and laundry leaks. and Le- all the rest of it. And and making snacks, lots and lots of snack making. Like, what the hell is with that? Do you know what I think it is? I feel like, and I don't know if you guys feel like this, but I feel like I cannot, I feel like my, I look at my life and I see like a pie chart. That's, that's who I feel like I am. Yeah. And then there's all these like triangles coming off it about what I'm supposed to do throughout the day. And the summer holidays, Georgia and I have been talking about this a lot, actually fill us with dread because yes, yes there are some lovely moments in there, but fundamentally we're, for working parents and parents that don't work, no one yeah. wants to spend that amount of time with their children day in, day out. <laughs> and also if you're trying to juggle a job, a career, house, laundry, cleaning, and it's like, it just got way too much for me this morning. As you, you can tell from the eyes, I've been crying crying for the last half an hour going and the kids are coming in they're on their ipads next door and i'm like i don't know how to manage this it's too oh, much it's don't. too much do you know what I mean? it's too much you know what we talk about this and how you know part of it is our fault but atta you said it's the system why yeah. do we as mums take on all the extra stuff right i'm just going to show you right i've got my work notebook here's my to-do list <laughs> i've got my mama's notebook here's my to-do list and then today i started my at home notebook so i've got teachers gifts presents book swimming look at school clubs book axel's party and this is the list that I'm the only one who seems to be able to do. Even though there's two parents in this house, we're mm. both equally responsible. Mm. I have two jobs. He has zero jobs right now. Um, but I, I'm the one who gets through all this it's as well. It's yeah. the patriarchal system that we have been brought up with for thousands and thousands of years. I remember, I mean, Daniel, bless him. He is amazing. And he's a really, like, he is in the, he is in the trenches with me. When we were like, you know, double breastfeeding, he is amazing dad. But I remember, I remember thinking just because they came out of me doesn't mean I know what the hell is going on. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm. and, it, and I think because people look to you to be the more, you know, not the more savvy, you know, but people never ask Daniel, oh, how is your lockdown? How is homeschooling? Even though he took the lead on that. They asked me that. Why don't they ask, you know, and Dan, I remember him saying, he used to always take the girls when we were in, like, we lived in uh, London, he'd take them for coffee and tea in Notting Hill. It was so cute. And they would go and have like cake with him. And he said people would look at him like he was a unicorn. Like, yeah. they'd be like, you're amazing. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you're daddy daycare. Oh, daddy. And his dad was like, it's such bullshit. He goes, he goes, I see the hypocrisy. You go out every day with your girls having a tea and cake. No one thinks you're a unicorn. You're just a mum. <laughs> and they're probably judging you. No because one thinks you're, you're a unicorn. <laughs> no. And he was like, it was like being a rock star. Just because you're with your girl, just because you're with your kids. That's yeah. like, that's just normal, right? So there is hypocrisy. We talk about this all the time and we talk about how we can change it and make a difference. So, you know, for instance, I looked at the school group WhatsApp and the class WhatsApp, there's one dad in there. 
One. <laughs> yes. One. Why? So <laughs> I need to add my husband in there for next year, basically. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know, small changes, but. <sighs> you know what? It's so true that the WhatsApp thing is really true. Um, I remember like when the girls were really, really, really little at nursery, Daniel, because he's, he's a director, he's freelance. He like, you know, he can do his, he owns his time and he yeah. would do a lot of the drop-offs and pick up and people looked at him like, why are you here? Like, why are you out working? Why are you like, he was working Get but, back like, to the office <laughs> basically. And he said he felt really judged and yeah. it's so, in- and he, and he, some, you know, we're judged as women, but also him being really present and a primary caregiver in that way, there were a lot of stereotypes the other way. Like, why aren't you like thumping your chest in, in the wild hunting uh, like a buffalo or something? And it's like, and all of us, and that was my other mums, you know, so all yeah. of us are part of it and we need to start getting with the program I and know. resetting what is like the, the norm because it's still 1950s housewives for a lot of people. It and is. It how is. we're judged as, tw- you know, we're 21st century women and mums, but we are still judged by kind of like mad men standards. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And I don't know about you, but I, part of, you know, I, I will take responsibility for some of it because, yeah. you know, when I'm looking at my list and looking at teachers' gifts and presents, if my husband yeah. tried to go out and buy teachers' gifts and presents, I'd be like, okay, cool. Talk, talk me through the card. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what shop are you in first off? How much is the card? Because if yeah. it's that cheap, it's not going to be good enough. What's going, what's going I'm on? The, I'm, I'm the same. I like M for micromanage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like you're doing it wrong. Let me just do it. Um, <laughs> That was, Don't worry, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. But that's a gift with twins. I couldn't afford to be like that. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't afford to be like, oh, you're doing the nappy wrong. I'm just like, thank you for not leaving me. Thank you for being yeah. here. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah. like, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for not abandoning me. Um, I remember he went to get milk and I cried because I was like, why did you leave me for five minutes? Like, why did you do that? He's like, I was getting milk around the corner. It was so much. So I think the twin experience helps you to chill. You are forced to chill a little bit with that, but I am a bit micromanagey. And it's true. You have to just, you have to just let people be equal partners in the parenting and mm-hmm. sort of like, I always think, what would a man do? Men just take things. Have you noticed that? They just, I'm going out. I'm yeah. doing this. Don't. I'm going to, men take their power. And I think that's a lesson as women, we're not taught to do. We're taught to be pleasing and polite and joyful and fuckable and all these other things, but we're not taught to just take what we want. Do, do you think it's to do with that? Or do you think, because I asked my husband the other day, I said, do you feel yeah. guilty? And he said, guilty, what for? I said, do you ever <laughs> feel guilt? <laughs> Like, do you ever feel guilt about anything? And he was like, absolutely not. I don't feel any guilt. And I'm like, I am riddled with guilt. And I can't understand whether that is to do with, like you said, whether it's a breakdown in society, whether it's the way we've been raised, whether it's like our conditioning just generally, or whether it's just men feel stuff and women don't feel that and women feel stuff and men don't feel it. Is it to do with the sexes or is it to do with the way we've been brought up slash our environment? I think half, half. Because like, I've been with Daniel since we're 19. So he's like my best Aww. friend as well as my husband. So I'm like, don't be, don't be a, like, be real with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like, tell me how it is. Like, I won't be offended. Just, I really want to know. And he says men just really compartmentalize. That's why they can shag around. Not to say women can shag around, but like, that's why men can do things. Women will like, oh, never, no, no, because they can put it in a little box. So yeah. it's like, I'm in my work box. I'm in my dad box. I'm in my this box. And women, I read this quote that women, the way we, a lot of, I'm not, this is huge stereotyping, but like 
majority women feel that they think in a cake batter where everything's mixed up in a bowl and whizzed yeah, together. I was going to say, I have one box and everything is getting lobbed in and someone's yeah. sitting on the top trying to keep it all down. That's so what like, my box cake, is. Cake, cake batter. So if, if it's like everything's in a big bowl, you mix it all around and you feel shit because it's just sludge, right? And men put things in neat little bento boxes like sushi. And that's why everything's yummy. Really, that's that's that that's, is I've worked. that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Please talk to us about being a mum to twin girls. Yes. Tell us that moment as well that you went in to have your scan and we, me and Georgia oh have God. been there and they've gone, and I've gone, just one heartbeat, yeah? And they've gone, just one heartbeat. And I've gone, just one heartbeat, just one heartbeat. And they went to you, there's two heartbeats. Well, I had a cosmic heads up because I went to a psychic five years before who said I was having twin girls. No. Yes, Jane Wallace, who is amazing, psychic sisters. I've seen this woman a few times, every single psychic time. Psychic sisters, right, okay. Write that Jane down, put it Wallace. on your to-do list, George. She's yeah, incredible. Going on. <laughs> every time I've seen this woman who is lovely and warm and it's like therapy slash cosmic heads up. So she told me, I didn't believe it. I was 28 when she told me. And then the the scan was like, ooh, the two heartbeats. I was like, a lot of F-bombs. They thought it was triplets. They were like, I think we can see a third heartbeat. And it was like, I remember saying, Daniel, we li- we could be- we both don't drive and we live in a one bed flat on the top floor. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> and um, they were like, no, 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 just two heartbeats. And so... Um, it was really shocking, but also kind of a blessing because it was yeah. just like a two for one, in, like add water, instant family. Do you know what I mean? And I was, one and yeah. done, yeah. Done. One and done. And I was 33 and it was like, it was a blessing, but also how am I, how are we going to do this? Like logistically, mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually. And I'm so lucky that I had such an amazing partner in crime and de- with Daniel because it was like, it was, I, I don't, I don't want to be offensive, but it was like, it was like being in a war situation. It was like, you know, you don't sleep, sleep deprivation. Like it's just you, your work. It was just, I don't know how else to describe it, but it was like being in a battle with somebody. Yeah. How, how did you prepare for it, Ate? How did you prepare for that moment when the, when the twins were going to arrive? Like, what, what, did you read any books? Were you listening to podcasts? Were you oh, chatting yeah. to friends of, of, who had twins? So, I mean, my, I was very lucky because one of my best friends had twins a few years oh, before. And that's I, good. I, and I just remember laughing, going, ha, 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 And then I got... <laughs> 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 I, was, I remember just laughing, going, oh, my God, that's a lot. So I'd seen it. I was really lucky that someone I was very close to... And she just was 
you know, just my, she was my girl. She's like, you need this, you need that, you need this, you need that. Like double breastfeeding. Blah, 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 blah. So I had a really good m- mummy mentor and my really good friend. Um, it can be so scary and confusing. Like, you know, should you have a strict routine? Should you have no routine? So, blah, blah, blah. so it's, I think you have to really trust yourself. Read yeah. everything you need to read and then let your, just trust your gut and trust yourself. And also just don't listen to other people's opinions because everyone will have in your life will have an opinion, right? Like, of course. Well, when I did this 40 years ago, and you have to be like, I was like, my turn, my go. And it's my mistakes to make. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> and, and what about now? You know, they're, they're 10 years old, obviously yeah. two girls in the house, preteen. Oh, um, my God. How is that? Are they different personalities? How do you go about raising two children who are going through the same things at the same time, but they are different people? It is very challenging because you have to always rem- remind yourself they are not a unit. They are just yeah. two kids who hitched a ride at the same time. You know, and it's yeah. like they are such individuals and they are so chalk and cheese. One is so artistic and dreamy and an artist and a fairy. And the other one's a corporate lawyer, corner wow. office. Show me the money. You know, like she's. <laughs> and I, 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 say, I say to them, if you get together, you will rule the world, girls, because with that mm. arty side and that kind of like businessy side like you know one of my daughters she goes to her bedroom she goes I'm gonna go relax mommy and then she'll be on her computer crunching numbers and I'm like who are you it's amazing oh, wow. like, but that's not who you know we're a very arty family you know and then my other daughter is you know writing poetry or making like arts and crafts and they're just very I have to nurture who they are as well not just yeah. They need different things from me. They are different people. That's really challenging because, you know, you just, it's just very natural just to lump people together. People do it in the office, in every walk of life. But as a mum, I have to be very careful of that. Yeah, and actually, I think you have to be really careful of that regardless of whether you've got twins or not. I mean, my two girls, obviously my eldest, Isla, is my stepdaughter, but she's the one that's writing um, songs and we're singing together. And she loves just being, she's like ethereal and kind of really spiritual. Whereas Luna, September baby, you know, if she goes outside the lines when she's trying to practice her lessons, (laughs) it's like, I've gone outside the dotted line. (laughs) And then there's like a full meltdown. I'm like, it's okay. We're not putting this in anywhere. It's just for us. I'll I'll throw it away. It's not going towards your degree. No. (laughs) I I completely relate. I completely, that kind of type A Hermione, Harry Potter energy. I get it. I I completely relate. But um, they're slipping into puberty, which is interesting as well. My goodness. Let's talk about that. What sort of approach are you sort of taking to those conversations? And how have you been up to this date? You know, when we're talking about periods or, you know, uh, relationships or feelings, emotions, what what route have you gone down? I think I'm I'm quite scandy in my outlook of like, the earlier, the better. Don't just like, just knowledge is power but also I'm very kind of I do have my English prudish side as well <laughs> like, it's like how do you balance the two like um but I told them about sex at eight which I don't yeah. know if young or early but I I it, I was forced to in my opinion because they told me mummy we were at school we learned what sex is I said what is sex we heard it on the playground okay tell me what that is it's when a boy chases you pins you down and then spits on you oh my god <laughs> that's only when like, you ask for it no, no I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. 
<laughs> I was like, um, yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, it was sometimes. Shocking. I mean, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> shocking. And I oh, my God. I was like, I need to unpack this because there's a lot of predatory uh, yeah. nonsense in here. There's a lot of like, you know, it was just what, and also, who are the kids talking about? Yeah. You know what, I mean? like, <laughs> what have they seen? What have they seen and what have they heard? And like, it's so, they've got access to iPads and they can like, I mean, I read some scary stat that like most under 10s have seen some kind of hardcore porn by the time they're 10. I, like, saw, I read that. I read yeah. that. I know. That's yeah. frightening. That's frightening. It's really, so I was like, knowledge is power. So I sat them down. I said, I've got to tell you about the birds and the bees. And Adana, bless her, went, wait a second, mommy, let me get the book. And then you know that book the book of bees she thought oh, i was talking sweet. about that i was like no not, <laughs> like, quite. No, not <laughs> quite and they didn't believe me they burst out laughing they thought it was hysterical they're like nah nah that's not how it works and i was like no it really is they're like that's ridiculous and then <laughs> oh, in their head the chasing and the spitting makes much more sense, <laughs> <laughs> much yeah. more sense. definitely makes, makes more sense much more sense so it was it was completely embarrassing and but you know i've I've learned that when you talk about these big conversations, you're supposed to do it side to side instead of front in front of them, which I didn't right. know. I didn't. I didn't. Why is that? It's le- That's it. Apparently, it's more. It's less intimidating because it's like I'm talking to you about uh, uh, and side yeah. to side. It's less pressure or something. I read that afterwards. So, like when you're in the car or when you're walking next to each other. Yeah, it yeah. feels it's less pressure. Well, I did it the wrong way and I did it face to face and terrified them. But like, so I left that afterwards, and now you know they're going through puberty and they. That uh, it's just really, and also it feels a lot younger. They're That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, and what about periods? Because I've got a ten-year-old yeah. niece, and I say she's quite young and underdeveloped, maybe or not underdeveloped. I mean, who knows? She yeah. just maybe amongst her peers, and she's got you know friends who've started their periods, and how? Because I think okay it is scary starting your period but I think the different times that it happens is the hardest thing to get you know come to terms with if you're the first you feel like I'm the only one and then if you're the last you equally feel the same um I didn't even know how to use a tampon I remember I remember being in the next door cubicle to my mate Clea who was like this she's so brilliant and she lived in grew up in Ibiza and she was a real free spirit (laughs) and she was like all about everything and she knew everything before anyone else and I was in the next one and she was I was like what do I do and she was like put it in Side and I was like, oh god! And then I remember half of it hanging out, and I was like, half of it's hanging out. You know, like I don't think I was ever given those, those yeah. that information. Even though I grew up in quite a liberal house, I want to make sure that my daughters don't have half their tampon hanging out and try and walk into school. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I was told young ladies don't do that; have a sanitary towel. So that oh was like, my god. I think that's what okay. I was. I think that's what I was told as well. I think that's wow. that. I don't think I was given tampons. Yeah, no, it, it's a it's a new world. And I think you're so right about giving people education, empowering themselves and not, you know, you know, I'm a child of the eighties. It was really shameful. It was like, hide it, hide it, hide it. And I, and I was like, I tell my girls, you know what, this is the most empowering thing. This is when you start your, your period, it's your body is able to make a person. That's quite superhero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's all these other things, but it's you can make people now. Yeah, it's like your initiation into yes. that, that Welcome. world. Yeah. Welcome. You and you can make people. I said it's such a huge responsibility and it's such a huge gift as well. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do the positive rather than the Victorian shame and dirty and all this like negative me- medieval 
crap that we've all been brought up with. Mm. So I'm like, this is something I'm like, I'm not going to lie. It can be uncomfortable. It can be this, but you know, if you want to make an egg omelet, you got to crack some eggs. This is life. This is your body. This is how it works. And the, the price of that is that one day, hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll be able to be a mum if that's what you want or blah, blah, blah. blah. So yeah. that, I'm, I'm trying to spin it in a very empowering way. It's yeah. coming. And then like, I mean, you know, they ask for like little training crop tops even though bless them there's nothing there but like I think I don't I, like do you get that do we get it for them because it makes them feel grown up do you not like all this noise of like oh god is, is it is it too much to get them a little you know, like you know not, not like a crop top to wear under your oh yeah 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 absolutely and I think I think that's completely your your decision and your choice is their mum and there isn't a right or wrong way like we, let's move on to makeup you know we, we've had these chats briefly before yeah. about is it right to let your young girls or boys play with your makeup and like is it encouraging them to wear it from an earlier age how do you see makeup is it for fun the language around yeah. it like it's an absolute minefield Gigi went to nursery age two today with makeup on Con- yeah. Contour, actually. <laughs> oh, she contours well, Gigi. That's, she really that's She had her little play makeup brush in her hand and I was putting my makeup on and somehow she's obviously got underneath me, sneaked out the oh. palette. You know the Charlotte Tilbury one with the yes. highlighter in the corner? Don't use and she's that gone, one. Into a, gone into another room and my husband thought that she, I, I'd given it to her because it was empty. Yeah. And then she comes in and she's got all of these orange streaks <laughs> all over her face. <laughs> and he was like, wash it off, wash it off. I was like, nope. She's copying you and she wants to be yeah. like you. That's quite yeah. sweet, you know? No, I, you know, yeah, my girls, obviously, because of my job, they've always been exposed to makeup. Knock yourself out, ladies. It's playtime. Have fun. <coughs> um, yeah, I mean, they were really not... Adana, my little business lady, she was like, mummy, really? Again, every day with the makeup? What? I was like, and then, then she's now, now she's 10. She's like, oh, I get it. It's fun. It's, mm. you know... And Ola said, Mom, leave mummy alone. She she finger paints for a living. And I just thought, oh. my God, <laughs> is that the best description that I play with colour and finger paint on my face for a living as a beauty journalist? And I'm like, I'm like that's exactly what I do. I finger paint for a living. That is my job. I love and then that. <laughs> it's so sweet, isn't it? How you see the world as kids. So, I mean, they are just, they are the biggest adventure and joy of my life. It is the hardest thing I've ever done, ever. Like, and in a funny way, it takes the pressure off because it's like, nothing's going to be harder than this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing's going to be like, I've done the hardest thing. So everything else is just sprinkles. So that's, it's really positive. But also I have this huge, I'm a child of divorce. I had a very traumatic, weird childhood with a really scary dad and um, like emotionally emotionally horrible dad and I have this huge thing of like I just don't want to fuck up my kids and like my my you know I really like I just I just don't want to mess them up and like my Daniel's he's so funny he's like Ate even if you tried girl (laughs) even if you tried it wouldn't be worse than what you had so chill so like so I do have it it's a it's a pressure in a way that Mm. I've never had before but also you're going to make mistakes so that's part of their experience your experience I'm, I'm like you know what I'll give you money at the end for therapy do you know what I mean I've got a little I've got a little fun <laughs> we, we we have to realize as parents that we are not our parents 
And yes. I think that's the biggest lesson that we can we, we, that we can take and we can go through because we take the good bits from them, but we yeah. leave we leave the stuff that they try to do or that they, they, that they didn't succeed at or they messed up or whatever we however you want to phrase it because I back yeah. with that with various aspects of my own childhood that actually it was amazing but there were some really deep rooted things that really did fuck me up for a while during my teenage yes. years and into my 20s and but my my husband always says to me you are not you are not that person you are not her you will not do the same thing and it's like we have to learn that we have to take Mm. that otherwise we're going to parent with fear forever and that's where I feel like I'm at at the moment yeah and you can't think too much into everything can you because you know we have these conversations about makeup and you know the way we kind of talk to our daughters but ultimately if we analyze every single little thing that we're doing we will go crazy um i'm in the crazy camp at the moment (laughs) i'm crazy over here i'm not coping i'm the the same (laughs) but i try and catch myself so i don't want to do like i'll say oh like one of my girls did something really, I said, oh, you're so good. And I just stopped myself. I'm like, no, you're not good. You were really competent. That was very mm. kind. And I really appreciated that because I needed your support. Thank yeah, you. Thank so you. I try and do that because then you go into that good girl camp of like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? And I, you know, one of my girls wasn't having a good day. I'm like, it's okay to be angry. It's okay yeah. to lose it. It's okay not to be shiny and sparkling all the time. You own all your feelings. So I try... You know, I try really hard not to deep. I'm deprogramming myself as well as trying to deprogram. You know what I mean? Not teach it because it is. It is a struggle. You do struggle because I'm. You know, I say I'm a recovering people pleaser. It's and you know a perfectionist, and that's really it's a burden. So yeah, the quicker they can, hopefully they won't have it, but if they can not be burdened with that, the better, you know, I'm in my forties and I'm struggling to yeah. get over it and say no. And I mean, my God, boundaries and saying no. And like, I'm taking, take stuff for yourself unapologetically. That's, that's where I'm at, but hopefully they'll be, they'll do everything a bit faster and quicker than I did. That's, that's yeah. my hope. No, absolutely. And like you say, even just saying things like, oh, good girl, good girl. Mm. I I was um, just out with with both the kids the other day on my own, just walking along the the road. And I mean, I'm I'm so bad for it, but my son is so well behaved at the moment and my daughter is not. Um, And so I was obviously going, Gigi, don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't be naughty. Please blah, blah, blah. And um, she's, this woman pulled me aside and she said, make sure you pay just as much attention to each of them equally because it's so good. It's, it's so easy to praise a good child and it's so easy to kind of, I guess, yeah. label a naughty child. And then I suddenly thought, Oh gosh, yeah, because that's what I'm constantly doing at the moment. Oh, Axel, well done. That was really kind. That was lovely. And Gigi, please don't do that. And I don't want that to just continue because at the end of the day, she's two and Axel went through this at two and Axel's four and, you know, been at school and had all of these rules put on him already. So of course they're going to behave in different ways. He's been socialised or, yeah, from school. Exactly. Putting roles, the naughty, the good onto kids children I completely get it and craving yeah it's I mean it's 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 so much pressure do you think I'm not being funny but do you think 
like dads think like this uh, in the same way this is what i go back to they don't i don't think they feel it um, listen guys i've got someone at the door and i'm gonna have to go will you come back on again please because yes hell I, yes i hell love yes. you and thank, thank you, you so, so much, much. <laughs> thank you bye, bye. bye guys bye bye well i've dried my tears now <laughs> After that, you'll be pleased to hear. I mean, the beginning of that, let's just, I mean, I had to step away three or four times to just cry in the other side of the room. I know. that. Do you know what? That chat was really hard for you, but what an energy and a presence to have on when you yeah. felt like that. Like, yeah. I feel like you couldn't, you know, help. It, you, the whole house could be falling down around you, but speaking to Ate, I don't know, I just felt empowered yeah. and positive yeah. and like everything's going to be okay and that I can say no. Yeah. <laughs> I should have listened to that actually, you know, on Sunday night. Yeah, yes. That, really. <laughs> but also to set, to share, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you've had one of those days or one of those weeks or you're going through a period where you are feeling completely overwhelmed by life, it's okay to speak to a mate about it or speak to a random that you've just met, like Ate, and just (laughs) say, like, I'm I'm falling apart this end. And actually, I don't know, there's no shame in that. There shouldn't be any shame attached to, I need some help and can we talk it out and I'm not coping. Yeah, do you know what, as well, I think in the workplace, I mean, I've just started a new job and it can be really difficult to, like, say... Do you know what? I've got a lot going on at home. I'm really sorry if, you know, things fall, you know, fall through the net this week. Mm. But you have to. Like, mm. it's so much better just to be open and honest about mm. what's going on. We're all mm. humans rather than just trying to paper over the cracks yeah. and just try and act like everything's okay. And that's what she said, didn't she? She said, like, you, you almost have to address what's going on yeah. rather than just try and, try and push it out of the way and ignore it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because then it can become you know so overbearing that you can't find a way forward I find like if I start talking about it at the beginning when I feel myself getting a bit anxious and getting a bit swamped then it it works out better for me if I leave it to the end then you know you know I become like a crying mess and can't do anything yeah (laughs) god (laughs) we're Um, all right George we've got our shit together we're fine absolutely but no really enjoyed that chat I hope you did too Um, As always, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast. And please, please, please keep sending in your photographs because we love seeing them, don't we, of where you're you're listening. We do. Any like photos on the beach, like drinking a cocktail though, please don't tag us. We're just so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) No, in all seriousness, do. It's actually really lovely to see where you're all listening. Um, And any suggestions for people for a QA, and a topics you'd like us to cover, guests for this Tuesday slot, then please do drop us a message. We're on at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. And we'll be back on Friday. See you then. Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Imogen Hart. Insanity Group. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.